with another episode of the Rocks and Rimboards. My lights all just turned off. Uh oh. <laughs> Do you have a clapper? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh man, a clap intro, lights go dark. Hey, we can still see you, Matt, so it's okay. Well, I got my new Man, mood so- lights going for the. Oh, oh! How about this for a segue? You know for what? The Here nine p.m. <laughs> uh, <laughs> webcast. Um, yeah, I got some new lights in to help uh, illuminate my face for Age of Heroes, which comes out every nine p.m. on Sunday afternoons, Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. We have been doing the last two Wednesdays because of vacations and whatnot, but we are picking back up this Sunday again. It's kind of cool. It's getting heated. And when you're not watching Age of Heroes on Twitch, you can probably catch me and Casey playing Monster Hunter, or sometimes I play Dark Souls. It's been a while, but it's just because I've been frustrated with a few bosses. So one day, (laughs) Droth will get back in there with his bow. Uh, And of course, I've got Almighty Podcast that releases every other Monday. Uh, The next release is 726. We've actually got some pretty cool giveaways coming up soon, so keep an eye out for maybe some Universus uh, My Hero Academia trading cards game things. They're like these beta decks. It's going to be cool. Sweet. That's uh, actually really not cool, but what I have to say is pretty cool. Uh, I've got another episode of my show about to debut, but I got a little problem. Uh, I'm getting a little low on electronic mails. Guys, oh no, Poe, you have problems with getting mails from people? Yes, I need more of them so I can print them out and uh, read them for my show. Maybe they send it by snail spell. mail. Yeah, the transfer spell is really difficult. It it's costs a lot of money. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, fix it, please. Please send me mail. Thank you. What kind of mail would you like to get, Poe? Oh, any and all. Questions, comments, concerns. Oh. Love letters. I mean, I would totally accept a love letter. What about a package Delilah. of mayonnaise? <laughs> God, I remember growing up being forced to listen to Delilah oh, like, all You're the time. You're forced to listen to Delilah? It was the only thing my mom would put on in the radio. Like, on the radio, uh, if we were in the car, it was Delilah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Your mom would listen to Delilah. Uh, Either that or it was Star Wars 2.1. It's like one of two radio shows that were just horrible. Was that a nationwide show or was that just Tennessee? Pretty God, certain I hope it was syndicated, wasn't it? I think that was a nationally syndicated program because yeah, like, uh, I'm pretty sleep- sure I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sleepless I'll in just... Seattle, isn't that? Wasn't that Delilah? Or I don't know. That was a long time ago. Sleepless in Seattle is a movie that came out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you play with youngins, eh, Matt? Yeah, yeah. So right. I've actually never heard of Sleepless in Seattle, so thanks really? for clarifying, getting in there. I appreciate it. Mm. You didn't know what that was? You've not seen it? No, no, no I don't know that. That one, does, that one's a reference. I don't know. Oh, it's got an actor and an actress, and it's about love. Well, so really? it's a classic Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan Tom Hanks. Film. That's it. <laughs> oh man, so much going on in the BPN. But let's talk for a second about what's happened in Rocks and Rune Lords, Casey. Well, last time, t- last time we left, Poe's daddy left the party. And he just abandoned <laughs> us, and we don't know what happened to him. So instead of listening to Maven, that he has just abandoned us and doesn't want anything to do with us, we decided to go on a wild search for him. After two failed teleports and a failed scrying, we gave up. We didn't really try that hard, and we decided that there were only two options left for us. And of those two options, the one that we chose to do is to go seek out Judon on Benjen's old farm. And now we join the party at the farmstead at the end of a dirt road leading up to Judah's goblin-built house. 
Oh, that's, that's right. right. We forced those goblins to build them something. I totally that, How does that. it look? It looks amazing. They did such a good job, and he Judah had to fix it all so that it actually looks like a normal human-built hut, because uh, the goblins would have used any licks, uh, licks, any sticks or limbs around and woven them into it uh, rather than, you know, plain boards and make it look nice because that's what goblins do they're amazing <laughs> however when you arrive and you look down this dirt path towards the building to your left and right are huge tobacco fields uh separated from everything by fences but then the house itself the door is hanging wide open like off its hinge or it's no, just open just open We are out in the middle of, of farmland, right? Yes. There's not too much around you other than this farm. Maybe off in the distance you can see some trees leading into one of the forests around Sandpoint. To the right of the building, you see a pen that is full of hogs. Maybe they were born in a barn. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I'd imagine we'd walk up to that, or I'd walk up to the house. Yeah, Droth would be right behind Volantre. Are you transformed, Volantre? Yeah, or are I, you... If I'm not in a city, I'm going to be in my form more than likely. And I'm flying. Poe is, uh, so. sorry. Oh, go ahead. Poe's trailing behind, and uh, he's not saying much, and he's very lackluster, and he just says, Oh, look, the door is hanging wide open. I hope everything is okay. <laughs> lap, 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 lap. All right, Valentre, so you're making your way towards the, the house. What do you do as you get close? I'm not going to enter. I feel like I'm a vampire and need to be invited in, but I do <laughs> peek my head through the door to see if anyone's in there, if there's dead bodies. I don't it, know about the goblin-built house, so goblins attacking. Right. So it just mostly looks empty. Now that you're a little bit closer, you can actually see that there's a fire kind of up to your left. You see the light flickering up against the wall. Uh, there's a couple of nice rugs on the inside, but mostly it's just open space. Hello? Is anyone in here? I scream loudly. There's no reply. Droth, no one's home. I fl fly all the way around the building and back to the front. Okay. Uh, so, Maven, as you fly around to the backside, you see a nice, large shade tree in the backyard. Uh, there is one fresh grape. Not fresh, fresh, but it's definitely not an old grave then it's covered up with a little bit of grass just beginning to grow out of the dirt covering it but then next to it is an open grave and then around the backside is just a little bit more farmland the back looks to be more like uh, a small garden for somebody to grow just for themselves to use uh, the front door is the only way in and Valentre, there is actually a door to your left and a door to your right I'm not going to enter. Okay. Droth will just bellow out, uh, Hey, Judah, you home? Marshes, you, you around? Anybody home? There's a fresh grave in the back. Ew. Well, how fresh? I mean, they had some people buried in the back, I'm pretty sure, last time we were here. How fresh does it look? Like today? Yesterday? 
one of them looks like it's probably a week or two, maybe three old. Uh, I can't remember the time period. Uh, but it's it's a monthish old. The other one is completely open, nothing inside of it. It's six feet deep, and there's nothing in it. It's been dug up and empty. That about the same time frame. Um, this one is definitely fresh. Like probably happened within the last three four days. Especially as a druid, so in tune with nature, it could have been yesterday even. Uh, about twenty hours ago. That's odd. Hopefully, no one was raised from the dead, uh, unwillingly at least. It seems kind of strange. Well, if no one's here, uh, are there tracks, like fresh tracks leading from the house or anything, going into the the tobacco fields or anything like that? What is this uh, survival? Too many other games, too many skills in my head. (laughs) This is Pathfinder. We are going to need survival checks. Can I get out my lasso and start lassoing people and skin the pigs? Yeah, go yes. for it. <laughs> That's a Red Dead Online reference. I, I get that one. So, Droth rolled a three, and a his total is three. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not is much this of a for nature or survival? <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to being taken care of by a big family and, and whatnot. You know? So, searching for tracks outside, somehow you wind up inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following my own tracks right back to Sandpoint. Yeah. yeah. That's actually pretty perfect. Yeah, there's uh there's tracks leading up to the building that seem to match exactly where you're standing right now. <laughs> I'm going to go back around back and just give the two graves a more thorough look. Okay. I don't I don't know how much information I can give you. Uh, there's definitely gravestones. One of them says Finland on it and it has a beard hanging on it. That's the one that is still covered. Uh, the other one says to my darling son, Benjen, and that is the one that is open. Then there's this little tiny grave a little bit closer to the tree uh, that has a pet name on it that I can't remember off the top of my head. Spike. But it's smaller. Spike. It looks to oh, be the about cat. the size of a large cat. Thank you, Hannah. Okay, I go back around. The open grave is Benjen. The other is Finley. Finland. Yeah, those, they were like, I don't know, they'd save Sandpoint at one point in time. It's strange that Benjen's grave would be dug up. But, I mean, if Judah's not here, there's probably not a lot we need to be here for. Maybe I don't... we should check the inside. Well, we're calling for him. I, it would be kind of... Okay, let's go in. What if he's hurt? What if he's dying? You're not wrong. Let's go in. Yep. <laughs> Droth will just walk right through the front door. Yeah. Does Before, as uh, Droth is making his way into the door, does anybody else want to do a survival check on the uh, the stuff outside, or you just, you're good? Um, what stuff are we talking about? Uh, Droth was Droth? looking for tracks outside of the door. Oh, oh. And he walked inside for some reason. <laughs> you want survival? Mm-hmm. Okay. 26. Not really sure how Benjen missed it, but you know what? Sometimes <laughs> it happens. Benjen uh, is, is walking the earth undead. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he was raised. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Benjen, Droth. I have too many names in my head. You should see it when I have a conversation with my wife. Um, 
You call her Benjamin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I feel real guilty about that death, don't you? A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Uh, there are deep wagon tracks that lead away that are relatively fresh, probably within the last day or three. Oh, God. Like, Six inch deep ruts. Yeah, that, yeah. That's tripped over. Drop like, almost tracks. twisted an ankle. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Point you said out. there's a fire burning inside the house, right? Yes. Like the house is on fire or like in a chimney? It looks like uh, either a chimney or a fireplace or cook site, something. Well, Droth will walk in and um, okay. just check around, make sure there's not any like any obvious uh, destruction done to the house. You know, it doesn't look like they've been invaded or anything like that. You know, no, just looks empty right now, as far as you can tell. There is a door to your left and a door to your right immediately when you walk in. Uh, let's see, looks like you can actually see one there, one there, and then it opens up into a nice large living area just past that. It looks like. Uh, Droth walked up a little farther, saw a reveal what looks to be a kitchen area. To the right of the kitchen area, dining space is another door off to the right. So you have three doors that you can look into. Well, is there any significance to the red? Uh, it's carpets, rugs. Okay. I tried to find bearskin rugs and I didn't have any. Okay. <laughs> Bloodstained rugs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We use the goblin's blood for dye. Anyways. Inviting. <laughs> Droth is going to knock on the uh, right door and, okay. hello, anybody home? There's no reply. Any, anybody naked? I'm coming in. <laughs> and he'll like, just, just swing the door open, you know. I love it. Uh, when you open the door, there's a nice large fireplace there that also has a smoldering fire in it. It's d- definitely died down over the day. A nice large lion skin rug, couple of chairs, and a bed in the corner. Okay, so no one in there, no obvious uh, destruction or anything like that. Yeah. Droth will move up to the door that is further up to okay. the right. Maven, I see you down there at the door on the left. Yeah, I'm going to check out. All right. Open the door. So open the door willy-nilly. There's a naked Judith. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's nobody in there. Uh, it is uh, a out. laboratory. There's bookshelves. There's uh, science equipment on a table in the middle. A nice large globe of Galarian there in the corner, as well as a nice reading stand in the corner. Is that a broken table? Uh, it shouldn't be. That is okay. a normal... Okay regular table that's where the scientific stuff is right yes science it is a, stuff. definitely a workspace with beakers and glasses and other knickknacks that scientists know what do they do I'll just give it a once over uh just perception uh definitely some older books in there uh but when you scan over it it's definitely mostly histories of galarian uh and there's lots and lots of empty spaces where books have been removed would I be able to tell if it was removed suddenly or recently, like dust left over where the book was or anything like that? Uh, it's def- This room is immaculate. It is well cared for. And the books that are remaining behind have been definitely like pushed and arranged in a very neat manner. Nothing seems amiss. No, it's like okay. somebody it's like somebody packed up and left. Took only the most important things with them. All right, right. I'm going to head back I out. S- I see Droth is up at the other corner, uh, and you're at that door right now. What do you do? Uh, he just knocks again. Clothing check. Anyone home? Uh, hello? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, 
Hello? Who's there? Droth Valenhall, who's there? Ah, uh, uh, this is Gary! Gary who? Ah, uh, it's just Gary. Okay, just Gary. Um, Can I come in? Don't come in! I have a spear now. Uh, nobody else is supposed to be here. Why are you here, just Gary? Uh, uh, I own this place. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I have the deed. Slide it under the door. What? So you can steal it? I don't think so. Is that how deeds work in this area again? <laughs> I pretty, I feel like we have done that. Yeah, we've we've definitely just taken deeds and claimed them. That's a fair point, Jess Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm coming in, and Drop will start to open the door. And there, behind the door, uh, cowering behind a large stuffed chair, is a old old man. And he is he has it's a spear, all right, but it's basically just a large stick that's been sort of sharpened to a point. And you kind of just see him shaking there behind the chair, uh, looking over the top of it. Judas said this place was really, really safe and I'd be okay. What are you doing here? Is that the guy from up? Yes. No. <laughs> no, it's the guy who looks like him. It's the chess guy who plays chess. <laughs> no, that's that's chess right. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Droth is actually going to cast uh, Detect Magic. Is he? Is this old man magical in any sense? Is there? Any <laughs> oh, don't cast a spell on me! I'm allergic to magic. <laughs> uh, uh, there's nothing magical. Okay. Gary, you're perfectly safe if Judah entrusted the house to you. We just needed to talk to Judah. That was all. Well, he sorry left yesterday you. with his son, go? Benjamin, and his wife. What? Benjamin's dead. No. Okay. Was dead. What? I saw him yesterday. Oh, okay. Tall That's guy. weird. Really tan skin. Strong. Mm. That's not the description I remember. That's odd. Where did they go? Uh, Judah said I shouldn't, really shouldn't tell anybody. Why? Did he give you a reason? Uh, well, no. He just acted like it was secret. Okay, well, who are you in relation to Judah? Uh, well, I just moved here out of Cheliax. Uh, I just, I really like tobacco and, you know, one thing led to another and found out this place was available. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. Well, uh, stay here, I guess. And Droth is going to close the door and, and walk down to the rest Click. of the group. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> there's some old guy in the house named Just Gary, and... <laughs> He is here because he likes tobacco. I'm just, I mean, it sounds like he's friends with Judah. I don't think, can I, can I roll a uh, perception check just to see if I think he's lying or anything? Sense motive. Sense motive. Thank you. That one's really good for me. 34. Uh, he seems to be a frail old man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, he's, I, I don't know. He just, he's here and he's not Judah. Um, do you want to see if he knows anything about these places we've talked about? Maybe he does. I don't know. He might be able to help. Does he know where Judah went? He told me it was a secret, and I'll be honest, oh, I think if I keep talking to this guy, nah. we might have to change his diaper or something. I'll so. loosen his lips, it's okay. Oh, you want to go talk to him, Poe? Yeah, I'll talk to him, I guess. I Good won't. lord. Okay. okay. Volantra, you might want to stay back. He might be terrified of you. <laughs> I, I scared him, and I'm the color, the most colorful thing this side of Sandpoint, so... Uh, excuse me. What? Yeah, Poe? Who are you calling colorful? <laughs> 
Because I don't see many colors on you. I'm... I'm green. Yeah, but I'm... I'm green. I'm I'm the colorful one. You gotta leave me one thing, okay? (sighs) Okay, okay. Y'all are devastatingly handsome, and I'm heartbroken and depressed. Hey, look, I did not choose to be I get to to be be green. I just happen to be one now, okay? (sighs) All right, let me go talk to this. What's his name? Just Gary. All right, just just Gary. Yes, that's what he said. That's a stupid name. (laughs) Now be nice, Poe. I don't feel like it. He'll flop on inside. While Paul oh. while Paul is flopping, he go he says to draw. Do you think this is a good idea? I mean, give Poe a little something, right? Like, what's <laughs> what's the big deal? That old man can't hurt him. <laughs> I don't God, think can hurt the he... old man. Oh, and then Volantre flies into right. the air. <laughs> Droth will go after Poe as well. Volantre just flies into the air. He's surveying while this is going on. Droth will go up behind Poe and just make sure he's not going to, like, murder just Gary. What are you doing? I'm just trying to help. I'm giving you some inspiration. You stop hovering. Not hovering. <laughs> You're hovering. Not hovering. Hello. Excuse me. I'm looking for just Gary. My, name, just Gary. my name's not just Gary. It's, it's just Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. No. Yeah. No, I did. I swear. I said just Gary. No, it's... You did? It's, there's no just. It's just Gary. Yeah, I mean, buddy, you're being really redundant right now, and I mean, it's frankly giving me a bit of a laugh, so I'm going to thank you for it. May I come in and speak with you, please? And he just turns on his Poe charm. Uh, I guess. You're not here to kill me, are you? No. No, listen, I mean, I'm I'm two and a half feet tall. I'm just going to level with you. You you have nothing to be afraid of. Oh, okay. All right. I'm coming in. Creek. Hello. In walks the little frog. <laughs> oh, you are so cute. Oh, no, no. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. I'm sorry. We're all adults here. <laughs> we Don't are? insult me. <laughs> uh, yes. Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, can you not t- look, look at my chest? Look at the hair. <laughs> I am a man. Now, that's beside the point. Sir, uh, I need to ask you a question about where Judah went. Mm. Uh, he said he was headed to Magnamar. Yeah, did he say where in Magnamar specifically? Uh, no. Listen, I just bought the place from him. I just wanted to farm some tobacco, and yeah. uh, this really I seems understand. to work out. And, Farming, I didn't really great. ask a lot of questions of Judah. Right. I mean, sure. it's just do, when you buy a house, do you ask yeah. them where they're going to move? I, I, sir, I have never purchased a house. I have lived in one house my entire life. Oh. I wouldn't know. Oh. Well, in that case, you wouldn't. No. So that that that's all you got for me, buddy, Magnabar. I wish I could tell you more, but uh-huh. I had to mostly infer. Ah, okay, uh, can you tell me what his wagon looked like? It was large. Oh. It was made of wood. Yeah. And it was pulled by one black horse with a white mane. Oh, a black horse with a white mane. Okay. All right, well, thank you, just Gary. It was a pleasure to meet you. Now I'm gonna be on my way. Goodbye. Hey, Gary, do you happen to know anything about Thassalon? What? Okay. Leave Gary alone. All right. Let's go. 
Okay. Goodbye, Gary. It was worth a shot, though. Shut up. <sighs> Rude. Sorry, that, was, that was a little mean. That came out a little mean. <laughs> Poe's a little touchy today. <laughs> Poe is Poe's going through some stuff. <laughs> Well, I okay. guess we'll just walk out of the uh, mm-hmm. freshly sold house. And Poe will flop out and blandly say, Judah is heading to Magnamar in a very large wooden wagon pulled by a black horse with a white mane. That's all I could get. And How he far... did not know anything about Thassalon. How far away is Magnamar from here, Wes? Uh, a couple days travel by horse. By horse. And you he ought to le- be able to... I was going to say he left yesterday, right? Possibly. Maven, have you been to Magnamar before? No, I don't believe I have. I've seen it, but I've never been there. Would you all all like to go? Maybe we can meet Judah at the gate. You think you can get us there, Volantre? I've been a little rusty the past couple of days, but... I'm familiar Give Melantre some credit. Come on, Droth. Everybody has a bad day every once in a while. I know, I know. It was more God. of a joke. It was more of a joke. Melantre, I'm sure you can get us there. It's not like we haven't been to Magnamar a thousand he times. He's perfectly capable. I have every faith in his ability. Why don't you just zap us back to your bar in Magnamar? It's literally like the most thing you're familiar with ever, right? I worked there for three days. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right then. All right. I dismissed the Eidolon. Hey, are you all ready to go? <laughs> yeah, let's go. And teleport 39. <laughs> I'm going Shoo. to the bar, but um, outside if possible. Sure. Uh, with the 39, <laughs> boop. All of you are in front of a rundown bar that now has a sign on the front that says closed dang you must have been a really good bartender they couldn't replace you Volantre uh, they didn't pay me what the hell what were you doing there tips oh tips only oh, okay okay <laughs> so I I think that we probably need to get to the gate last time I was here there was a pretty big line at the gate if Judah's coming to Magnamar he's got to go through the gate oh you you know why the, there was a line at the gate right no we were trying to get our carnival carts through the gate, and they didn't quite fit. So we kind of held the line up, and while the line was held up, we were all, you know, performing. And it was it was just a way to get traction, you know. If they saw us in front out there with the gate all blocked off, then when they get in, then it doesn't matter. All those people are dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was a that was that was a sad story, Droth. Well, you know, those circus people. Way to be cheerful. Ah. Uh. Don't you still have circus supplies here? Oh, yeah. We've got a, a couple warehouses full, I'm sure, unless Magnamar has just ditched it all, which I can't imagine they have. I mean, we paid for that for upwards of a month or two, I think. We were planning on staying here for a while, but who knows? Most of that stuff may have been ransacked by now. I think the whole carnival has pretty much just been dissolved, and, you know, that's just how things are, I suppose. Could always start another act up there by the gate. Mm, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I would attract Judah. He's not going to recognize me. I'm not tattooed up or pierced anymore. I just look fresh. I'm like naked. Oh, I forgot you're an elf now. Rub it in, dude. <laughs> you're also <laughs> covered in bloody clothes, too. <laughs> I had those dry cleaned. When? Pressed the digitation and just... 
you know? Okay. <laughs> Ding! It's the dry clean spell. Sounds like a bullwhip. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we head to the gates? I mean, we may be waiting there for a few days if he's on cart. Yeah. We may be waiting here a week. Maven, you found us pretty quickly, right? Yes. How about you take the path from here to uh, Judah's house and see if you can meet up with him? Why don't I just scry? Yeah, it's very odd having someone who can scry in the party. <laughs> Do you know Judah well That's enough to be better able to idea. scry on them? So uh, I know him secondhand, um, which I think just gives him like a... Oh, let me read it real quick. It takes an hour to cast. That's why I haven't like just said, hey, I'm going to scry this real quick. Will save modifier. It'd be a plus five if I've only heard of him. So he gets a plus five for that. And I was actually going to see if... Uh, there was something in the uh, farmhouse, like if there was something of Judah's left back, left behind. But I didn't, I didn't think it'd be worth it because they've moved out, and this other person moved in. There wouldn't be anything there that was his, um, because that would give him a big time negative to his save. Um, mm -hmm. So as it stands, it looks like he would get a plus five to his save if he chose to resist but it'll take me an hour to cast it. All right. I think we have the time, guys. Yeah, Do you want to go somewhere beside it. the street? Yes. Oh, I was going to like juggle or something, but hey, it, <laughs> I'll follow you wherever. That's fine. <laughs> I know this great inn. I used to work there for tips as well. I just need some more quiet for an hour. Well... There's a library somewhere. I know we've, uh, Vanek used to frequent it. We might be able to go to the library and you could concentrate. We might even be able to talk to his two colleagues he used to hire all the time and see if maybe he's reached out to them. Oh, the boys. The boys. He loved the boys. Yeah. I'm going to find a park if you want to go talk to your boys. Oh, okay. Not a big fan of libraries or just better in nature? I feel better outside. Sunshine in, I totally get that. Splitting the party, but I feel like it's all right in Magnamar. <laughs> yeah. Is there a park near the library? Could be. That would be easier. I'm imagining like a children's playground. <laughs> Maybe Maven it has a courtyard. Like up, up in the bunky bars, just sitting there. <laughs> Hanging from them upside down, meditating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys are probably near either the Dockway or Beacons Point, depending on which district you're actually in. Uh, in the middle of the poorer area of Magnamar, there is a nice, large, green park from the looks of it. That's where... But it is pretty far away from the library. I, um... So I was going to shoot straight up and just look around for green and then head that direction. Um... And with my speed and with the running skill, I can move five times my speed. So it's like sure. a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> so. I don't know exactly, but basically, but uh, for everybody else who has to move at a normal speed, uh, if you're headed to the library, then uh, Maven is going to be a long distance from everyone else. But that's not a problem. If that's what you're doing. Is everybody else heading to the library and Maven is headed to the park? Is that what I'm understanding? Works yes. for me. Okay, uh, so we'll spend an hour of Maven casting his spell. And what's everybody else doing? We'll probably walk into the damn library. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you looking for? 
I don't think we ever named those two kids that Vanek used to uh, like pay to do research. Um, but uh, Droth would be trying to see if he could find those two. I don't know that we even ever described them. I just know that they were kind of like oh. school kids, uh, you know. I know for a fact that they are not there. Perfect. Because I know exactly where they are. And it's Yandil and Fervor. They are two research students from BSU, Bob Shorts University. <laughs> <laughs> well, Volantre is going to be looking at maps to try to figure out where he saw those seven heads previously. He remembers seeing them up north somewhere, but doesn't remember exactly. And so he's going to try to find any sort of landmarks or things on any maps, representations that may be a seven-headed circle. Yeah, that's a really good thing to bring up. Like, I think Droth would probably join you in that and be looking more on, like, Lake Stormunder and just kind of the general layout of the, the map. I mean, we know that, we believe anyways, that the mirror that one of those tags we're referencing might be a lake. So he's kind of looking if there are any other big <laughs> landmarks as well. With all of that information that you guys are talking about, it is really, really easy to find a map of Lake Stormunder, and it is referenced. Uh, there is a cave there that is known as Rhyme Skull. Uh, it's called such because it's typically covered in a small sh or a thin sheet of frost at all points, but then in the mountain face itself is the vague, vague outline of a skull, but the mouth of the skull opens up into a very large cavern. Forebodings. Yeah, and there is a uh, small island underneath it uh, that is referenced about uh, seven large stone heads. But nobody really knows what they are. They're just uh, ancient statues. And people don't really frequent that area at all. So are you saying the island is below the, the skull entrance? Like they're the same location? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, The there's actually some stairs that lead up to the skull, the cavern, the actual cavern. That's not that far from the island itself. It's like... This uh, entire area is like the foothills area. So it's like you're in the Townsend area or something like that, where it's just, it's constantly up and down. But this is a very large flat plateau that uh, rises up above everything. Not very far above, but it's a flat area in an area that is normally rolling hills. So since we've pinpointed this location now, we know where it's at relative to Magnamar, where yeah, you we're could, at. You could fly there in a day or two. That's all that I would be looking up to find that location because that seems like it's very important and I agree with what um, Adam said. Well, Volantre agrees with what Droth said that uh, it's very possible that some of those clues were leading to either the seven shapes, the seven heads, or the mirror being the lake or even the mirror being, now knowing there's frost, the frost. So one of the stanzas that we have Volantre says on eastern shores of steaming mirror at end of day when dusk is nearer where seven faces silent wait encircled guards at runeforge gate makes me think that whenever we go to this location we probably need to be there near the end of day maybe the shadows play a role in in these uh these seven faces you know these statues maybe there's some kind of a secret there that is only revealed during that period of time and it also sounds like that these seven heads each have a piece of the key. Yeah, each stone the grace of seven lords, one part of key each ruler hoards, which is all capitalized on this little piece of paper, so that's got to be very important. 
If offered spells and proper prayer, take seven keys and climb the stair. So maybe at dusk we go there, we, we investigate these seven stones that represent the seven lords. Possibly we take something from each one and climb up the stairs and hope to unlock something. Or give something to each one. It's an offering. And at that point, Maven finishes casting his spell. And we'll cut over to Maven. Uh, you are trying to scry on uh, on Judah, Judah, right? Okay, uh, so I need to give him a will save. Correct. The DC is on here somewhere. I'll let you know. 22. Not even close. So he fails his will save, so you're able to pick him out. Even with all of the bonuses to his save, still not enough. You see him, and he is on a road. He is creaking along in a wagon pulled by a black horse with a white mane with a human male, probably in his early 20s, sitting next to him on the front seat and on the other side of the boy or I say boy because it looks like his son because the facial features are so similar uh, that on the other side is his wife, you would assume. And they are headed north along a road because you can see the coastline on their left. So they're going north from Sandpoint, not down towards Magnamar. Yep. Okay. Does it look like they have like all their worldly belongings and they're basically uh, going out west to find their own whatever kind of old wagon thing? That, that's, that's perfect, yeah. yes. Exactly that. So the Oregon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh shit! Dysentery. Somebody has dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all going to oh, no, die. Bidgen's of dysentery. <laughs> going to die again, and it'll be oh, another uh, will so. save or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Judah, his wife, and presumably who we're assuming is Bidgen. Right. Okay. The players would assume yeah. that. Yes. Or I guess you did talk to just Gary. So yeah, that's Bidgen in the middle. Is it? Like a tiefling with screen scales and all that stuff? It is a human boy. Human boy. Okay. And it looks just like a perfect amalgamation of his mom and dad. Heading north. Is he the same age or like a child? Uh, He's early 20s. Okay. You say boy, I don't think early 20s. So I, I know. Was like, that's <laughs> why I keep correcting myself. I say, he's a real boy. I keep thinking Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, but he's in his early 20s. He's a young man. <laughs> yes. I will head to the uh, library then. All right. And you snap your fingers. You're there because you're that fast. Uh, And coming out of uh, the library are Droth, Valentre, and Poe having that conversation that we just heard. Judah isn't coming to Magnamar. He's heading north with his family. Damn it, just Gary. Are you serious? That old fucking man lied to me. Poe, didn't you put your charm on him? I mean, I thought I did. (laughs) Apparently it didn't work. Can you take me back there, please? I need to have a word with him. (laughs) Now. He may not have known. Just Gary has nothing. He just has that house. You don't need to have a word with him. Just Gary is a lying son of a bitch. (sighs) Leave it be. Poe, leave it oh, God, I'm, I'm okay, fine, 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 fine. Serenity now, I'm leaving it be. Good job. So where oh. is this Judah going? He's on the coast. He said he wasn't coming here. He's on the coast heading north. 
Mm. What is north of Sandpoint? Isn't that the pirate's place? Isn't that like really bad territory? <laughs> really far away. Okay. And you're thinking about Riddleport. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's a long way away. If you're going to okay. go there, you're going by ship, not by wagon. I mean, okay. That's a whole podcast away. <laughs> yeah. Well, Droth, do you think it's worthwhile for us to pursue Judah then? Probably not. I get the feeling the gods don't want us to find him. But you know I found him. He's the only well, found him in the in person. I don't think they that they these these rune lords they're keeping us somehow from themselves. I he's the only person that knows anything about Thassalon. I was hoping that he might be able to give us a hint, but honestly, after looking at that map and kind of putting some of these stanzas together maybe uh who knows maybe we can figure this out on our own without him you know judah would have been nice but but maven can you take us to him no i I have no way of transporting you i Mm. can get to him probably by the end of the day i don't think we should do that i say let the man just rest it sounds like his boy's been brought back to life somehow and who knows? Maybe it's all for the better that he's no longer involved in any of this. The, the, these rune lords only ruin lives, as far as I can tell. Maybe it's best if we just let him live his out. Just double checking. Yeah, I can't. I, I can quote teleport, uh, but it's just me. Okay. Could you imagine how freaked out Judah would be right now? <laughs> like, his boy is alive. No telling what he remembers or doesn't remember, but he's not like a tiefling anymore. So a lot of the stress of that previous life is gone, uh, but freaked out, wants to hide. Like, why did that even happen? Right. Yeah. Like trying to like get away from the previous life and make a new life for themselves. And hopefully it's a good make a new life and not like Butters when he came back from the dead in South Park. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hannah, do your impression quick. Oh, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, don't hit me. <laughs> what else is Thank you? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> you want to be my bottom bitch? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I just remember the do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you know what I am saying? That's it. There you go. Yeah. Um. So, Wes, I remembered the seven stone heads. Have I actually been there? In other words, could I teleport there? No. Not okay. without some scrying and some magic involved, no. But I would need to be able to witness the scrying. I can't just hear yeah. about it. Well, just we've like already the- established that in certain circumstances, you can indeed see scrying. So if you can... Right. Uh, you could go back to Howie Fushiman. Or was it Dewey Fushiman How? <laughs> but, uh... Maven, uh, Yeah. You're very good at this scrying thing. Do you would you be able to scry one more person for us? Yes. So before you came down into that hell hole of a dungeon that we just left, uh, I was kind of really rude to a certain possible friend of ours. Oh, that is the understatement of the century. Oh, I know, Poe. Is there Maybe any he chance tried to kill him? <laughs> well, when you put it like that. There were a lot of circumstances involved. Uh-huh. We, let me Including finish. not trusting your best friend. <clears throat> let, me, let me finish. Yeah. So, could, could you possibly scry uh, a friend of ours named Darius? Did you ever spy on him? I mean, look on, in on him like you have on us? Are you aware of Darius? How long is Darius? Darius was gone before Reaper, right? Yes. Reaper? No, Vanek met Darius. Reaper never met Darius. Well, Van- I mean... 
Oh, Reaper did meet Daris in the prison. Just uh, like he wasn't part of the party <laughs> traveling around, right? Correct. So it's Correct. not like uh, I, I don't watch you all the time. I or I wasn't watching all the time. If Daris wasn't with you, I haven't scried on him. Once see. you met Reaper, I looked back. No, I, I haven't met Daris, nor have I scried on him. I'm happy to try. I'm just kind of curious what he's up to. I mean, we, I say we, I shot him a whole bunch, filled him full of arrows because I thought he was going to kidnap Poe or maybe kill Poe. Sorry, Poe. But I uh, I just want to check in. He did say to follow up with him after we got out of there. I mean, he was probably a little upset. I can't say I blame him. But he happened to know something about this book of Darren Von Utterbloom, which sounds important. We've been kind of after it. There's a voice in Poe's head. Have you heard of the book? A little context around that. I made a pact with the demon and he granted a wish and I wished for the book. And the demon didn't give me the book, but instead, Daris appeared. Fascinating. (laughs) 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 So where do we go from here? Why don't we go to that mountain with the five, seven, the seven faces? Yeah. Seven faces and then a big face in the sky. It definitely can't hurt to start there. Who knows? Maybe Daris will be there and show up. So you say that's a few days away flight wise, right? At least. Mm. How many miles can you travel in a day? Quick, do the math. <laughs> I do 80 <laughs> feet for my fly speed. All right. So a month from now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. It's like one. So f- if you have a movement of 30, you can travel eight miles a day on foot. Basically with like standard terrain. Yeah. So call right. it times three. No, I'm sorry. That's... that's eight hours. It's like 20 miles a day. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. It, it's a th- just for easy purposes. It is a thousand miles away from Magnamar. So that's a lot more than a couple days there. Yeah, it's it's a haul. I was thinking more of Maven travel speed. Oh, yeah. Days away. Yeah, I can get there tomorrow. <laughs> Why don't you just teleport us? Don't think we can. None of us have been there. I'll try to scribe. I'm not. Oh, yeah. um, what's the distance? 100 miles. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got like 1,300 miles or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have taken greater teleport. So a light horse could travel 40 miles in a day. <laughs> oh if you're traveling by ship, you could uh, you could probably get up to about 48 miles a day. I mean, worst comes to worst, you miss your teleportation and we're just a couple miles off. <laughs> uh, more than a couple of miles off. Or we're fighting or a blue you, dragon. Or you wind up in the eye of Abendego. <laughs> Come see, come see. <laughs> if you all want to try, I I can do it a few more times. You want to rest up so that way you've got more than a few? I mean, we don't know what we're walking into up there. All we know, we teleport in the middle of a whole bunch of baddies and you're out of spells. Just to meta, I only, I've only used it once. Oh, okay. You, well, you were here, you saw it. That's right. I didn't. I'm not saying how many I have left. I'm just saying I've only <laughs> used it once today. 
Go ahead, go for it, Volantre. I say you probably want to drag it up beforehand. Well, I first need to see it. I need to do something. So, Maven, can you scry such that I can also see? Yes, you just look in the mirror. Give me an hour. <laughs> and now we have to trek to your park. <laughs> well, I could do it here, but it was just more peaceful there. Yeah. We're outside the library, right? We'll just walk inside, yep. uh, find a quiet corner and cast it for an hour. Yep. Uh, it goes off uh, perfectly. You're able to scry on this area with the amount of information that everybody is able to provide you with the maps and the location and the actual objects, especially with those stone statues. They radiate with enough magic that uh, you're able to lock onto it pretty quick. And you see exactly what was described. You see a large island with seven uh, stone heads, 10 feet tall, in a circle, you see the cavern up in the mountain area, and uh, you're able to cast this spell as a scene wants teleport. Okay, are we in a private room in the library? Yes, the librarians are more than willing to hook you up after uh, your experience with Vanek. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and spend the minute to conjure my idol on. Yep. We're in the uh, smoke-stained yellow room at UTK Library that nobody goes into. <laughs> and then I grab two... Call that I, Van X special. Oh yeah. I grab everybody and we're off. Roll, bitch. Five. Oh, that's good. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you poof. And you are in the middle of seven stone heads. It is early afternoon. Well done. I cannot believe that worked. Good job, Velandre. I had faith the whole time. I knew he'd make it. It's challenging going somewhere you've never been. Yeah, I can only imagine. This is incredible magic. I wish I could learn how to do this. It just came to me one night after seeing Vanek do it. So describe these heads. What are we looking at? So these are definitely human heads uh, carved into it. It's almost like Easter Island. It's really kind of how you kind of picture them, except uh, the mouths are wide open. So there's this like yawning cavern for their mouths. But otherwise, just picture... <laughs> Ten, yeah, you, oh my goodness, Matt pulled out an Easter Island head. Uh, See, I don't know is, where you were hiding that, but excellent work. Yes, it, but the mouths are open. This is why we need to do a Twitch live stream of Rocks and Rangers. That would have been perfect. Like, <laughs> who would have guessed? Wow. All right. I call him Mini Head. Mini Head. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's from Easter Island. My mom uh, picked it up. It's just yeah. a, it's made out of the uh, volcanic rock and everything. It's just a replica, oh, wow. a small replica. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably beautiful. hiding a key to some sort of a rune forge. Be careful. <laughs> throw it down. Yeah. Throw it down the ground. You know, this, <laughs> just um, put something in its mouth. And those, uh, fun fact, those uh, heads on Easter Island, those go down like 30 feet deep. Mm -hmm. yeah. They have a body. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? I had no idea. Yeah. Yep. They have um, bodies. I just recently That's discovered wild. that like the last, I don't know, two, three, five years, something like that. Maybe 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. That's really cool. <laughs> Anthropology 101. <laughs> yeah. So the steaming waters of Lake Stormunder are not that far away. Uh, it's actually quite warm, even though you're 
very far north. Uh, for some reason, uh, the waters of Stormunder are very warm and it kind of radiates up here. But then when you look up, you see that mouth open with this vague shape of the skull carved into the side. And you can see the stairs that lead up to that mouth. So there's no like weather repercussions here. It's not too cold. It's not too hot, not too steamy or anything like that. Nope, it is. It's a little warm, but it's nothing you can't handle. Are there any symbols or text on any of these heads? You can see symbols carved into the forehead of each of these stone statue heads. I don't know. Have you actually gotten to where you recognize these symbols? You may not. We would recognize at least one. I think one one of them we do. Yeah, because there would have been the one, the symbol of wrath, I guess, in the uh, caverns of wrath under under Sandpoint. I don't know that the players or the Droth or the characters know that that's what it's called. I don't know that we've officially right. s- named it that, but I think Adam knows that's what it's named. And we, there was the one statue down there that had the the weapon. I think they there were symbols all around yes. that one. So is this Thessalonian? They, you would think so, especially with the amount of scrying that you've done. However, what the symbols mean and who they reference would be really tough for you guys at this point. Haven't done much research. There was somebody who did some reading, though, on Karzug. Which one of you did that? That was me. That was Valentre. So you would recognize the symbol to the north. Which isn't that greed? He is the Rune Lord of Greed, yes. I guessed right. Well, it looks like a hand um, grabbing something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the other part of it, is it looks it does look like that. Um Volantre turns to Maven and just says, Didn't you say you can talk to stone? I can. Ask these heads what they want. Gonna cast tech magic. Oh, it's it it is so <laughs> thick right here. What kind? <laughs> it is but dense with magic. What kind of magic? Uh, all of them. Uh, <laughs> like each one individually has their own, or like all of them are just super powerful, radiating everything. If you okay. if you take the time, you can probably. I don't think I think it's abjuration is what's actually radiating off of these. Okay. I, mean, I was I, I was just right. looking for like evocation or necromantic. <laughs> as long as it's not oh. those, <laughs> it's not those two. <laughs> I ain't touching <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I well, it takes ten minutes. Nothing about divination is quick. I'm just letting you know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Like if I it's cast definitely more than that. If I cast every spell I've got memorized, it would take me three days because oh all the God. damn divination spells take so long. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a spell called Stone Tell. Uh, gain the ability to speak with stones which re- relate to you who or what has touched them as well as revealing what is covered or concealed behind or under them. The stones relate complete descriptions if asked. A stone's perspective, perception, and knowledge may prevent the stone from providing the details you're looking for. Uh, you can speak with natural or worked stone. So, um, Timmis casts and it lasts a minute per level, so I could effectively just kind of tap each head and what's up? <laughs> and their reply was uh <laughs> used to have such strong hands. It looks like oh. strong hands. <laughs> the rock biter. The rock biter. Look 
The nothing. What do you want to know? Uh, I guess to start out with, <laughs> I hate the, who's touched you? <laughs> <laughs> Stone carvers. Uh, let me read. Let's see, well, may not know anything. I mean, it, it it's good for. Let's see. Uh. Obviously, Volantre doesn't understand talk to stone. He just thinks it literally is have a conversation. Well, I guess it kind of is. So they basically know who's worked them, if they're worked stone, and if they're covering or if there's anything underneath them or behind them, if they're, if they're concealing something. So it's more of a, uh, you know, who worked you and are you wait, are you guarding something? Um, so Carl carved me. Carl Zug? No. <laughs> Carl. Carl Smith. So all the stones basically, uh, stone cut, you know, stone cutters, and then there's nothing underneath us. We're not protecting anything. Hey, Maven, do you think maybe you could ask them if they are maybe holding on to any kind of keys or anything? I mean... This this line here it says each stone the grace of seven lords one part of key each ruler hoards maybe they're representative of those rulers can you ask them that I I could try who is uh talking to the stone in the north I just say the name Karzug don't know because they are not really aware. Mm -hmm of like politics or any or the history they are only aware of what they have seen and heard yeah, and right? it's it's really pretty limited then like who has touched them or who's been around them who worked the stone if somebody's walked on them that kind of stuff like it could tell me just yeah passerby it's he it's pretty damn limited then. so if uh, somebody used it to cast a ritual ever they would if they touched it they would know that you know what I mean? Like right. if the seven stones are part of a ritual or something like that. Yeah. Franz cast the spell of concealment. Check my mouth. I reach into its mouth. There is nothing there. Who is Franzen? Ye. Is a great spellcaster. I look back to the party. Does Franzen ring a bell? Volantra shakes his head no. Can Droth make a knowledge check at all, Wes? Pro not on that name. Not with. No. Okay, I figured not. Um, that's really vague. That that yeah, that's one that's like, and it's so old and so ancient. Unless it was in, in in any of those books that I read in the library. Probably not even referenced. He is such a nobody. So, do I know that Karzug was greed, or is that Casey knowing that? Uh. Valentre should know because you were reading some books in the library for a little while, so you would know about most of the Rune Lords and. Uh, especially Karzug would be one that would stick out. Well, Wrath we know also because didn't we finally identify that that statue down? You did. Yep, you figured out um, Alice. That's right. 
And that's so, the one at the bottom left. Yes. I see that Maven reached his hand in, but didn't find anything. I just say to him, Here, stick this in and see what happens. And I flick a gold piece to him. Put the gold in the mouth. Nothing happens. Can I have that back? (laughs) (laughs) I hand it back. (laughs) Well, guys, Mm. to be fair, it's not quite end of day. You know, the scribbler does have something here that says on eastern shores of Steaming Mirror, at end of day when dusk is nearer. We're here where seven faces are silent, waiting encircled guards at the Runeforge gate. I mean, we can assume that up those stairs is the entrance to what we think may be the Runeforge, but maybe we just need to give it some time. Kind of like the uh, bird knocking on the, the wall of, was it Mount Doom or something to get in to see smog <laughs> yeah it was a different mountain but yeah I don't oh know yeah what mount doom one. was it yeah no, that anyway was mount doom. good idea <laughs> what is what is poe doing in all this poe is looking around he's digging his toe in the dirt and he's <sighs> and he's huffing and he's just kind of he's just generally he's just disenfranchised but he is oh, kind of no. like he's a little creeped out actually by the big heads yeah. yeah he's a little spooked he doesn't you know he doesn't understand magic how tall are these heads? Are they like eight feet tall? Like the... Ten feet tall. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so they're he really doesn't like those. Yeah. <laughs> are the seven deadly sins something that we know about in Galarian? Is that like a thing? I would imagine so. It's probably something that's carried down through time. Kind of uh, this whole idea of sloth and envy. Right? So wrath and greed, right? There's seven. So. Yeah. I would imagine it's something that's kind of in the vague background of uh, community knowledge. And I would share any knowledge that I had around them with this group as we're here. So if I found out that the symbols mean something specifically, I would have went ahead and shared that. Because I know we just kind of glossed over what I read in those books. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you guys are stumped... You can always head back to the library that you found in uh, Jorgenfist. If I can get there. <laughs> if you can get there. <laughs> I, I mean, you got that. here in one shot. That should be fun. Yeah, but didn't we try to get uh, there? But that is always an option. You can do some research, especially now that you have uh, learned about the Runeforge. There might be information there. Uh, so it is something to consider. I say we wait till do- uh, dusk. See what happens. If nothing happens at dusk, do we want to go to the library? Or do we want to go back to Magnamar and see if they have anything there? Well, if we make it till dusk, no reason we can't just make camp, stay the night, head out first thing in the morning to the library. I mean, that library is going to have more information at Jorgenfist than, than any other library in the world, more than likely. Specifically about Thessalonian topics. Mm-hmm. That library itself, though, is pretty secure and safe to stay in. You're not wrong, but I am interested in seeing what this place is like overnight. You know, do is it well-traveled, or is this an isolated place? People don't come to this area, and 
I don't know. With all the happenings, it feels like maybe we should keep an eye out on this area. I mean, frankly, I don't really want to be here when it gets dark. <laughs> I can understand that. I'm just going to be honest. We can take shifts. We can watch. Yeah. Just don't fall asleep like you did that one time. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't go first. Hey, Wes, I've got a, out, a spell called Ancestral Memory. Um, cast spell, you open your mind to the vast experience of your ancestors in the hope of learning something pertinent about your current situation. Kind of like a, mm. excuse me, kind of like a divination thing. Uh, well, I mean, it's a divination spell, but like the spell divination where you contact God. Um, chance of successfully finding an ancestor memory is uh, pertinent. Oh, that is pertinent. Is equal to 70% plus my caster level. Failure indicates you merely gain plus five insight to an intelligence-based skill check. Um, success indicates you not only gain plus five insight bonus to an intelligence-based skill check, but that one of your ancestors came across a situation or problem similar to one that you are currently facing. In, in this case, the GM provides you with some specific information to assist you in overcoming your problem. So it's kind of a deus ex request <laughs> yeah uh for example a character might encounter a clay golem deep underground and find that her magic weapon and spells seem to be useless against creatures she successfully casts ancestral memory and remembers the proper type of weapon well that's a horse shit example but um, <laughs> i'm thinking like it'd be more you know ancestry for elves goes back thousands of years right so maybe mm-hmm. a, a good chance considering i've Talked, literally talked to the stones. I don't know. Is something worth so a try? So your spell level, or your your caster level is 13, so you have an 83% chance of success? So, yes. All right, you rolling low or high? I am going to roll at less than 83. Or that, that, 83 or less. Goal. 1 through 83. 1 through 83 is a success. All right. Where'd it go? Where's my 100? What's the cast time on that? Uh, this one is seven day. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> uh, where'd it go? It's like a... It's an action. It's quick. I was going to say, okay. it's, its description sounded like it was a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, looking to see if there's any assistance or if any of my ancestors have heard of the riddle of Thassalone and the and the forge if they have any insight towards that this is kind of like the avatar whenever he goes into like avatar mode and talks to all of the previous avatars yeah yeah yep have you rolled it's a 33 33 all right then it is indeed a success you are looking for ancestral memory based on your current situation and the ad- Vice your ancestors are going to pass down through time is going to be the reference seven by seven. And the fact that there are seven schools of magic and there are seven lords of the runes. And that's what we're going to end for today. Oh. 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 (laughs) Okay. Oh. I won't remember that next week. (laughs) (laughs) Write it down. I am. (laughs) Excellent work, everybody. Hopefully that'll be enough for you to figure it out. If not, we'll see. 
I you have a week to think about it, at least. You have it's seven by seven, and uh, you have seven days to think on it. Ooh. I really thought the gold was going to make the mouth do something. <laughs> yeah. Right? I was hoping. Joth is like wondering about that scroll. Like, we know it's got all types of magic. Is it involved in this somehow? Like, that one oh, scroll God. we used that, that did some bad stuff to him. So. of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there's a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo. Simzo. 